0: All right, Knicks by three, 3.5 to go. Johnson triggering. Have to keep
1: an eye on him. Looking. Trey Jones, two seconds. Doubled. Johnson can't get a shot away. What a closeout
2: by Grimes, and the game is over. Knicks hold on against the Spurs, 117-114. Good swarming defense
3: by the Knicks there at the end going for the fakes. Continue to contest. Grimes doing a good job harassing the shot clock violation as well.
1: Uh, Oh! Oh! Ha ha ha! Say it with me now. (laughs) You know it's coming.
4: (laughs) This fucking team! This fucking team. And getting
1: too old for this shit. Uh The next win, thank the good lord, the Knicks won this game. I uh, I I don't yeah. I, after last after the last however many days it's been, how long ago was the Bulls game? It seems like it's been like a month ago, but I think it was like last week, um, or a week and a half, whatever it was. Um, I did not have another one of these in me to t- to lose one another one. I did I didn't have it in me. I don't think I would have just come on here and. Uh, it would have been a live stream laced with many an expletive and uh probably some tears, but alas, here we are with a win against by net rating, at least the worst team in the league, although they do they, listen they're They have one win for every two losses. So say that for them, this is not the, this is not the, whatever, you know, the process Sixers or the Bobcats of whatever year they were tanking for Anthony Davis. It's, you know, they're, uh, and and that's honestly that's the way I want to start this post game, which is to say, like, yes, they needed a 24 second violation from the Spurs. Um, in and they, look, they forced that 24 second violation, and then they forced a, um, a, a non attempt by them as time ran out. They didn't get a three ball up, and that's a credit to their defense. But the game needed to come down to those two plays. Yes, in part because the Knicks did not play their best ball tonight. And we'll talk about some of the players that maybe did not have their best games and why perhaps some of those players did not have their best games. Um, but give credit where credit is due. The Spurs, I, I don't think they missed a runner or a floater or a mid-range shot tonight. like those are, And it's not just the Knicks. Those are the shots that every NBA defense is designed to give up because you can't take away everything. And the Knicks gave up a lot of those shots. And guess what? The Spurs hit a lot of those shots. Um, and some Spurs in particular had some very nice games. Kelton Johnson and Josh Richard. Josh Richardson in particular. Um, was nine of fourteen for 20 points. Um, Kelton Johnson had a very nice game. But like, you know, were there a couple of the usual bugaboos that bite the Knicks in the ass? Yeah, there were probably of the Spurs 11 threes, that were maybe a handful where you had to shake your head whether it was a a slight coverage breakdown or someone doesn't get out or whatever the case may be confusion. Um, But for the most part, I thought they defended the three. Well, they gave up a lot of the shots in the mid range. Like I said, pretty much every one of them went in and then around the rim. I think the biggest reason arguably why this game was close is because it's yet another piece of evidence to prove why And I'm burying the lead. I'm going to talk about Jalen Brunson in a second, but I want to get this out of the way. It's another piece of evidence to prove how important a fully engaged and a a version of Mitchell Robinson who executes is vital to this team. And this is one of those games where Mitchell Robinson did not execute. Um, He played 13 minutes. He didn't foul out, but he had five fouls. And like Tibbs went with Sims down the stretch because Mitch was just he was playing scared by the end of playing, scared of getting his, his sixth foul. And it's amazing what that does um, when you don't have that version of Mitch because it is so so much of the Knicks defense is, dependent, defense is dependent on him being the best version of himself. They did not have that tonight, which I think contributed to why this was a game um, that, you know, went down the stretch. And also we should say R.J. Barrett is still out, you know, like these 748 minutes, 11 minutes. He was one of five from the field. He hit one of those two free throws. I mean, thank God for that. At the end, down the stretch, you know that that's not ideal either. I mean, Cam Reddish apparently doesn't exist anymore, which I differ from some people on that. I don't mind that he's not playing. When you're out, you're out. But like, they're thin, and RJ's not there, and Mitch wasn't great. So like, is it that egregious that they were in a game against the Spurs until the end? No, it's not that egregious. Um, Thankfully, thankfully, we had a guy by the name of Jalen Brunson. Um, plus 13 in this game. Uh, in a game, the Knicks uh, won by three, played 40 minutes, which by my uh, powers of deduction leads me to believe that they were a minus, minus 10 uh, in the minutes that he sat, which is, that's that's Deuce's number. Um, he was awesome. Um, he was awesome. He was not perfect. He was not perfect, but he was awesome. He had four turnovers, which is one of his higher numbers of the season to six assists, Seven rebounds, though, Um, he he was firing away from three, especially in the early portion of this game. Ended up making 17 field goals. I'm sure we know that 38 is his regular season career high. Um, I wonder how many games in his life he's come close to hitting 17 field goals in a game only took three free throws and missed two of them. That's a bit of an annoying thing, but thank God for Jalen Brunson uh, chalk another one up. I know Kevin Danishevsky loves when I do this, chalk another one up on the board of, we do not win this game without Jalen Brunson um, figures just as me and uh, Benji have a big Julius Randall deserves to be on the all-star team pod. Just as I have a big newsletter, Julius Randall deserves to be on the all-star team. Jalen Brunson comes up and reminds everybody like, Hey, <laughs> Maybe I should be the Knicks All-Star if they only get one uh, this season. Uh, he's been awesome. He's been awesome, and he was awesome tonight. So thank goodness for him. I think until the Fournier free throws, I looked it up, from the 840 mark of the fourth quarter until those Fournier free throws at the very end of the game, Jalen Brunson either scored every point or assisted on every basket for an eight-minute stretch in the fourth quarter. I get he's missed some big free throws this year. I get he's had some game winners that he's missed. But like I can't say that a guy isn't a clutch player or doesn't come up big in in clutch situations or in big fourth quarters when he has a fourth quarter performance like that. When his team, whether they should or they shouldn't have, absolutely needed it. So great job by Jalen Brunson. Julius Randle. Funky Julius Randle game. He was over-relying on the threes. I had the stat in the newsletter today and on the pod that since November 29th, uh, Julius Randle has taken more threes than anybody in the league. Um, you could extend that stat for another couple of days because he took eight tonight. Unfortunately, he only made one. It wasn't going down for him. Um, inside the arc, he was great for pretty much the entire game. I thought he got a little tired there towards the fourth end of the fourth quarter, especially Played 41 minutes. The guy's been playing a ton of minutes in general. I'm not going to get on Julius Randle for maybe relying a little bit too much on the three for maybe, again, a, a, a missed closeout. I thought he made some outstanding defensive plays in this game. He had the chase down, uh, kind of like a chase down block on a fast break. He had another play that prevented a basket in transition. He... um Attempted a steal there in the fourth quarter that resulted in a out-of-bounds play that ended up being the Knicks ball. Like, the effort is there on defense. Like, Julius Randle's not going to play any better than this on defense. So, uh, was it Julius's best game? No. And yet, we're sitting here, we're talking about 25 points on 26 shots. Okay. 13 rebounds, three steals, four blocks, three assists, and five turnovers. We're at the point where we could say like, oh, that's not really a great Julius game. It shows you how far Julius has come this season. So I'll I'll kind of spin that as a compliment to Julius. I thought Emmanuel Quickie was really good. And let's, again, give credit where credit is due. Whatever. 15 points, eight rebounds, uh, five assists. Perfectly fine stat line. Played 44 minutes, and I don't believe he came off the four in the second half. Think about that. Emmanuel Quickly who's a guy that many people have been yelling and screaming, play Quickly more minutes, play Quickly more minutes. Well, guess what? Over the course of the last however many games since RJ Barrett has been out, I'm I'm pretty sure Emmanuel Quickly is leading the league in minutes and if he's not leading the league in minutes, he's damn close. Like to play the entire second half with that level of defense that he plays. And again, doesn't take anything off the table, especially on a night like tonight. Okay, well, he was 1 of 5 from deep. Would you love him to hit another one of those threes? Yeah, it would make his stat line so much cleaner because then it goes to 205 from deep and 7 of 13 from the field and 18 points on 13 shots. He's just fallen short of where we want him to be, where we need him to be efficiency-wise. I'm not killing him for that either. Again, 44 fucking minutes. Um, And I guess let's close by by shouting out Jericho Sims. The guy who replaced Mitch at the end of the game deserved to. He was a better player tonight. Uh, Reminded me a lot of games we saw from... Uh, from Jericho Sims last season, um, he's a good player, and you know I haven't mentioned Obi yet. Obi was theoretically back tonight, but Tibbs said he was situational. Um, there were a couple of tweets that were clarifying that after the fact. He's Obi Toppin is going to be back in the rotation with the second unit when he gets some practices under his belt. Whether that's in two days or in four days, whatever I, we'll, we'll see. You know, and Jericho Sims is probably going to be out of the rotation other than games like this, where like Mitch is in foul trouble and maybe Hardenstein, who has not been that effective this season in the role the Knicks have him be playing in. Um, I'm not going to say through no fault of his own, but because there's some fault, certainly, um, but like whatever, it's not an ideal situation. So we're probably not going to see much of Sims from here on in. And that's a shame because he's a good player. Does he still have work to do? Does he still have room to grow and to learn and the whole thing? Yes, but like I want to end by shouting out Jericho Sims. Not sure they win this game without him. They, they made some nice plays on the stretch, so good job by him. All right, that's it. I'm I'm, I'm fucking spent. <laughs> I am spent after that. Thank God they got a win. And hey, let's let's enjoy enjoy the good. Well, we can enjoy the good. I will end by saying this.
4: Guess who's in sixth place in the Eastern Conference? Your New York Knicks. Got the tiebreaker over Indiana, and they're half game
1: up on Miami for um, a little while, at least. Miami plays the Lakers later tonight. Okay, we have some leftover super chats from the last game that came in um, after we signed off or that we may have inadvertently missed, so we're going to start with those to get us going. Busy, thank you, as always. Um, do I subscribe to the theory that Randall only plays well every other year? If so, trade Randall by the summer. I do and I would. Um, yeah, we'll get more into Randall trade stuff probably before the end of this episode. I do not subscribe to that theory. I subscribe to the theory right now that Julius Randall plays really well with Jalen Brunson. And yet, if they find the right trade for him, they should make the right trade. Uh, Jessica, thank you for uh, this I think I figured it out. The beer, the weirder rotations, the strange pre and post game comments. Someone gave Tibbs weed gummies. They are legal
4: in New York City. And I, for one, I'm here for stoner Tibbs. Listen. The Knicks. Can we have quibbles? Yes, we can have quibbles. There are always quibbles.
1: Um, even going back to the last game. Putting the starters, keeping the starters out there past the 40 minute mark. And then tonight, Julius Randle looked gassed like that's a tips thing. It is. It just is. Um, And there are other things like there are those who feel like in a game like this or in a stretch like this where RJ is out like, hey, give Cam a shot. Perfectly fair and reasonable (laughs) to use a to use a KFS postgame term. Um, and all the other things that people usually complain about with him—it's all fair. And yet, he's adjusted a lot this year. He's done a lot of things that people have asked for him to do. And he is the coach of a team that, after 39 games, is in sixth place in the Eastern Conference. They're 21 and 18.
4: I, I it's it's
1: you know, so yeah, maybe it's the weed gummies. We'll see. <laughs> And then uh, this one from Dom Cappuccini, our last one left over from the last game. Go New York, go New York, go commercial is really catching on with my three-year-old daughter, Proud Father. I love that they're bringing that song back because I loved that song. I still have the little mini poster or like the sign that they gave out. I probably got it at an old playoff game up on my other wall that I'm looking at right now. Uh, yeah, good good job. Good job raising your your daughter that way. Oh, wait, no, there's one more. Uh, this also from Dom Cappuccini. Thank you again for the generous contribution uh, left over from last game. Not trying to get in my head of myself, but with teams' advanced stats and Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson' own stats, the Knicks are one big runaway from the two of them being seriously considered for the All Star game equally. Well, you st- took the words right out of my mouth from the the opening here. A few people maybe in Twitter comments or, or newsletter comments reached out today and we're like, Hey, you know, do you think Jalen Brunson still has a chance? I do. I do think Jalen Brunson still has a chance. You know, voting is open until I think early February. So you got another month to go month and change. Like if Brunson goes on a stretch and they, again, I'm not saying this will happen, they play two very tough games coming up against Toronto and Milwaukee. Like this, this team could be back at 500 in no time. And God knows they probably will. Um, again, 500 is a magnet for this team. Uh, shout out Benji and, and Joe Flynn. Um, but if they do go on a run and they like solidify themselves in sixth, then like those guys keep putting up the numbers. Um, maybe RJ's out for a little while and they keep winning despite that. Like, it would help their case. I I I would put a very low percentage on it, though. That's what I'll say. Although, again, great game from Brunson tonight, and he still he's still in in it. Let's say for sure. Um, thank you belatedly for those uh, for this this post game. We start off with Robert Cross. First time, long time, John. Another easy win. Do you think the Knicks should trade a couple seconds? For a better T-shirt, Canon hashtag fifty-three wins. Um I will. I, I'm going to turn. I'm going to flip your comment around. I'm going to do something that's going to aggravate you. Again, it's it's not completely fair because they're they're missing forty minutes a night of their third or fourth best player, whatever you want to rank. RJ fifth, maybe I get whatever. It's it's RJ, it's Grimes, and it's quickly like those three guys. They they have different strengths. They have different. Things that they bring to the team, they're missing a vital piece, right? They're missing a vital piece to their puzzle right now, who plays 40 minutes a night. And so, what we're seeing right now from the second unit isn't altogether fair, but like, my lord, are they struggling? And OB coming
4: back will also help that a little bit. But like, if there's a trade out there, you know, I, you know, we've been talking
1: about it on the pod. Like, are they gonna maybe put one of these protected firsts on the table? If they could get something for two two seconds, a guy who will come in and be a meaningful part of their rotation, even if it's only for 15 minutes a night. Oh boy. I, I have a tough time seeing them passing that up. Um, but we'll see. Uh, thanks, Robert, for getting us started off. Hannibal Miles, Randall, defensive player of the year, lol.
4: JK, but much improved yeah like the things that that he doesn't do great
1: he's never going to do great like he's he's just never he's never going to be a guy who makes every rotation perfectly and like closes out perfectly on every on every opportunity to close out but like my lord do you see the difference when he is fully engaged and active and like again he was I want that's why I really do want to give him a lot of credit tonight because he was he was gassed, and he left it all out there on the defensive end. I felt like watching him. Um, so good job by him. Thanks, Hannibal. Appreciate that. Um, next up, Will Oliver. What's going on, Will? Uh, a win is a win, but we probably deserve to lose that one. So I was thinking about this uh, again. Who was someone in my newsletter comments was talking about this earlier um, to, uh, today, like. They've lost a bunch of games they could have won. So, again, just off the top of my head, the Bulls game, the, the Mavs game, the Raptors game, the Bucks game, the Grizzlies game. There might be one I'm forgetting, but those are five. They haven't won any of them. Has there been a game this year that you're like, oh, we really deserved. We probably deserve to lose that one, but we won it anyway. I'm not sure there is, and and for that reason, Andrews texted me with a reminder. Oh, the Grizzlies game on opening night. Oh, and the Blazers game. Ah, the Blazers game. And they, uh, did I not say the Blazers game? I don't. I don't think I said the Blazers game. I meant to say the Blazers game. I think I said something else inadvertently. Whatever. Um, throw in the second Memphis Grizzlies game. So five or six games. How about that? Maybe seven. I don't feel like there's a game that they've one that they really didn't deserve to to win up until maybe tonight. So like, I'm not going to feel bad about it. I'm just not, I'm just not going to feel bad about it. Um, yeah, there's, (laughs) I said the ball, there is a lot, Kevin, what's going on, Kev, Kevin Danishevsky. Uh, last year we don't win this game. Uh, Last year, they don't win a lot of these games (laughs) last year. We don't have Brunson. In this case, correlation equals causation. Good line by you. Uh, the, we knew the length would bother us. Thought Quentin Grimes and IQ were solid. Yeah, I didn't shout out Grimes to start. That's a bad job by me. I thought Grimes played a good game. Played a ton of minutes. Played good defense. You know, a couple of mishaps, but by and large, very good defense. Again, the shots that Josh Richardson and um, and uh, Kelton Johnson were hitting. And Trey Jones, I feel like. Trey, Trey Jones hit a bunch of little floaters there. That also were like, you know, again, you give up those shots and he just made every They all made every one of them, you know, shot pretty well from the free throw line. Like all of the things happen that, you know, need to happen for a team like the Spurs to beat a team like the Knicks, even though they weren't fully healthy. Okay. Thanks, Kev. Appreciate that. Greg Moran. Thank you for the very generous contribution. Sheesh. Nothing is easy. Jalen Brunson is so cool thank goodness for this dude money well spent i'm a uh, shameless plug um for anybody who uh is not is watching and is maybe has ever thought about getting subscribed to our patreon we do a bonus pod every week that we talk about the general nba this is one we've been like trying to schedule for over a month and we're finally doing it on thursday night godspeed that nothing gets in our way Um, me and Benji are going to do a point guard draft. So we're going to basically pick the top. I think we do top 20, although we may extend it a little bit. We'll definitely go through some honorable mentions Um, and it's point guards. So we're doing it's positional drafts, doing point guards,
4: recording it tomorrow night. I don't know exactly where Jalen Brunson ends up. Is he a top 10 point guard in the league? He's right there. He's right there. He's got to be right there. He's got to be right there. Has to be. He's really good. Really talented, dude. He's been great this
1: year. Forgotten NYC. What's going on? On vacay. Saw the ending. Unnecessary stress. LOL. You could say that again. I did not need. I. You, I mean, if, for anybody watching on playback, knows I was a mess in the fourth quarter. The second that the the, the second that it. it Hit me that like this was going to be a game down stretch. I was like, I don't need this shit. Um, goodness gracious, Kevin with another one. Congrats on winning the week. Yeah. Oh, so yes, 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 yes. And shout out to Jeremy. He said on the um on the uh, playback, he didn't want to win this week. He picked one and two. I took two and one, and uh, I won the week. So that takes me, I believe, to four and seven. If I could somehow get to 5-7 and seven, um, before the midway point of the season or roughly at the midway point of the season, I'll feel pretty good about my chances come, going into the second half. So I'm happy about that. And to celebrate, what am I drinking tonight? we um popped open another bottle of the Matrice Pinot Noir. Uh, nice, delicious French Pinot Noir. It's a 2020 bottle. Um, definitely needed to pop open something to get me through the end of this game. That's for sure. Shout out to, our, to my friends at OneBev. Thanks, Kev.
2: What's going on, Knicks fans? This new year, you've got goals and Factors here to help you achieve each and every one of them. Save time and have the energy you need to tackle everything on your to-do list with Factor's ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. Get Factor and not only skip the trip to the grocery store, but skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest. With keto, calorie smart, vegan veggie, and protein plus meals on the menu each week prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 35 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 36-plus quick bites, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Looking to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready quicker than restaurant delivery in just two minutes. Eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor because each meal is prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. You know that your Factor meal has all of the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan plus veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes, there really is no easier way to eat well. Achieve and maintain your goals this year with Factor. Get America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit and start saving time, eating well, and living your best year ever. Don't hesitate. Head to factor75.com slash filmschool60 and use code Film School 60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code FILMSCHOOL60 at Factor75.com slash FILMSCHOOL60 to get 60% off your first box. Requiem Gaming, The Remnant, Alex. Hashtag, Claudio curse is
1: broken. 13 and 5 is still possible. So, uh, Andrew, you want to pop in for half a second? What do you need to go now to go 13 and 5? So, 7 and 0?
3: Eight no, nine and nine and zero. They're four and five since I said. Let's just forget the actual context of what I actually said. The thirteen. No, 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 and, no, no. We should not. Forget. They're four and five. Well, no, because the actual context is me saying if they went something like thirteen and five, then you probably get Brunson and Julius in the All Star game. You, you, you. But put no into existence. What I what I actually said was that. Damn it, I'm predicting Joe Namath guaranteed thirteen and five. You and go. you're right, Alex. It's still in play. So, there we go. Uh, Just because I I
1: thought to pull it up. Next couple games here. Going to Toronto who just lost to Milwaukee um, at home. They fall to 16 and 22. We owe them one. I'm not sure I feel great about it, even though they could not score at all tonight. Um, And then after that, we face the team that just beat Toronto at home. The Milwaukee Bucks. Um, They have I mean, Giannis has been playing like an MVP. The rest of the team has not been playing great. And then uh, to talk about a dicey game, Indiana at home. Uh, Indiana blew one to Philly tonight without Embiid. Um, so again, they're going to have some extra motivation after the Zerbiak comments. You know, so like, I'll tell you right now, going into that stretch, there's a part of me that's like, man, can, can, they, can they get one? Can we? Can I sign for one win guaranteed? Two would be great. I think I'd probably sign for one because then the schedule lightens up a little bit. Um, and then it gets hard again, and then we're at the trade deadline. So, you know, it's all it's all leading up to the trade deadline because we got to see what does this team feel compelled to do? What do they feel like they need to do? What do they feel like they could do to maybe position themselves a certain way? Uh, going into the last 30, 35 games. We'll see. We'll see. Andrew, sick of Tibbs showing up his players. Um, I don't know how Tib showed up as players. How did he show up as players? You're, you're going to have to commend me on that. This is one of those comments and um, and he's mentioning IQ 46 minutes like they needed him. They needed him. Um, yeah, I don't know what that means. Um, so I'm just going to move on. <laughs> Sorry. He's the coach of a 21 and 18 team. I don't know what else to say. YouTube user. Hey, John, why do you think Quinn Snyder is up to right now? I have no idea and I don't really care. Um it's amazing. I know, I know every fan base does this, but it just always does amaze me. Uh that we get it here so so uh vehemently. Uh good win. We probably lose this if Brunson was still out. Uh yes, we do. Sad, sad but true. Uh guy is really not the smartest player on the floor. He's always the smartest player on the floor, you know? Um And they need that because they don't always have players who, especially in crunch time situations, think the game at the highest level. Um, So yeah, it's, it's vital. Am I the only one who could see a lot of Aaron Gordon in Jericho Sims? I mean, they play different positions, but like and Aaron Gordon, when he's, I mean, Aaron Gordon is like, he's a, he's an all defense candidate. I, I, we have a long way to go before Sims is there, but like, again, he's a young player. Is it,
4: is it nuts? No, it's not nuts. Nothing's nuts. Um, yeah. Ryan Huang. What's
1: going on, Ryan? A win is a win, baby. Hashtag JB is him and the impenetrable wall of Jericho gave us a fun night at the garden. The impenetrable wall of Jericho. I like that. Uh, you would have hated it here, Macri. Uh, let's go next, baby. I'm happy you were there to see that in person, I think. Should I be happy you were there to see that in person? Again, a win is a win. I've learned... Don't take anything for granted. Enjoy the wins. Enjoy the success.
4: There's enough legitimate shit out there to complain about than to complain about wins when you're a team that
1: doesn't have uh, one of those guys that you could just put the game on their shoulders and say, go win us the game or two of those guys, like some teams in this league have. Um, The Knicks don't have those guys. They have guys that are, you know, vague approximations of those sorts of players, but they got to earn it. Um, and they've earned it this season more than they haven't. So credit to them for that. Thanks, Ryan. Chris Carter.
4: What's going on, Chris? Most annoying win of the year. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the last Detroit game might come close. Uh,
1: but it's up there. Uh, there were a few times in the first half. I thought the Knicks were going to run the Spurs out of the gym. Is it a matchup thing? I think the matchup has something to do with it. And I think the fact that the Spurs just made a lot of tough shots has something to do with it. And that again, I'll, I hate to bash him, but like Mitch, Mitch being this version of Mitch tonight, which it just really hurts them when a guy that they need for 28 to 32 minutes a game at his best, it helps them. So, I mean, the plus minus says it all like that's, Mitch means so much to this team. And when you get this version of Mitch, plus the team's hitting shots, plus it is a kind of a bad matchup add it all up. And that's why we end up where we are. But yeah, I had the same thought too. And it was disappointing. They couldn't, couldn't win this one easily, but what do you end up? It's okay. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate that. Uh, Brian, Brian, Les, what's going on, Brian, name your most lopsided trade of all time. I'll start Jalen Brunson for a 2025 second rounder. How did we ever watch this team without him? Uh, we did it last
4: year, and it fucking was painful. It was utterly painful. Um, I, I think the better question is like the year before, and
1: there's like maybe when I'm like old and I have all the time in the world on my hands and I've watched all the movies I want to watch and read all the books I want to watch, I will take time and like, I will go back and rewatch a lot of the 2021 season to figure out how the hell we do that. I mean, I guess, no, I know how we did that. We had Derek
4: Rose playing like a, like a top 15 point guard on that team. who's playing like 26, 27
1: minutes a night. So that helped a lot. Um, I mean, they were like plus ten with him on the court and they were I think they like got outscored with him off the court. So like here's the here's the moral of the story. We're an NBA team, having a point guard helps <laughs> a lot. <laughs> That's it. That's all it comes down to. Thanks, Bri. Hamdy M, what's going on, Hamd? Uh the Spurs team has got some players. I agree. They got like this Spurs team isn't like, I, I really don't think that they're ideally suited for tanking. Because, like, if you look up and like, okay, they have one guy in Jeremy Sohan who's talented, but is a rookie and makes rookie mistakes, but he's talented and he could do some things like he freaking stole the ball from Julius Randle on the backcourt. That was more on Randle, but like, okay. Put him aside. Like, Pertle. he's a solid starting center. Keldon Johnson, the dude just got paid $80 million. He's a solid starting NBA wing. J- Josh Richardson, as he showed tonight, could be a really, really good NBA wing when he's hitting shots. Um, Doug McDermott, we were talking about it on the playback. Uh, can he? I was asking Benji, could he? Is this a guy who could get rotation minutes for like a contender or like a borderline contender? And I think it's at least a question whether he can. So, and he was good tonight. He was five or seven from the field. Zach Collins, fucking dude, was six or six from the field tonight. High pedigree kid. Injuries have always. Gotten the best of him. He was healthy and he was like, so like they have guys. Um, you know, it's just they don't really have a number one, a number two, and depending on what you think of Kelton Johnson, probably not a number three either. But then again, the Knicks don't have a traditional number one or really even a number two at this point. So it's like, you know, and they're missing RJ. So like that again, I, I'm not gonna feel bad about this loss or this like this win. Forty and slip. Um, oh, wait. Put that back up, Banjo. I didn't finish reading the rest of that comment. I'm sorry. I was going off on a tangent. Uh, JB is a beast. Mitch being in foul trouble was a killer. Hashtag getting too old for this. Yes. Thanks, Handy. Danny, what's going on, Danny? Um, good to get the W. Some bad Julius Randall possessions at the end. Yes. Uh, but Brunson was nails. Zach Collins uh, has the most hittable face in the NBA.
3: <laughs> You're so right about that. Is that a thing that's out there or did you just make that up? Because if you just made that up, that's amazing. I got to push back. Grayson Allen exists. Um, yeah, but that's because he's a prick. What? If you're just looking at the face, I think yes. it's Zach Collins. I agree to disagree. If if NBA tomorrow says you can have one one punch well, that's, that's- or one hit, whatever. It's simply because Grayson Allen's a dirty player. Uh, and like, he has a hittable face. He has a hittable face. And so as a result, like there are other players that are dirty that I, I'm not like because of your to, face, I want to you. To be clear, we're not advocating violence on the next one. No, i okay, sorry. We got it. To be clear, this is a hypothetical scenario where I would never actually advocate for violence against another player in the NBA. Legal. Do what you have to do with that.
4: Legal. Yes. The KFS legal team
3: too. <laughs>
1: Brunson is the goat Grimes is defensive player of the year that is all um, I wonder if Grimes ends up getting a, an all defense vote I don't think so I think if there's a Nick on the I think if there's a Nick who gets an all defense vote it's gonna be Mitch um, be curious to see how many he gets um, he needs to play the rest of the season I'll say that can't really miss much more time Porter Carroll um, I don't have a chat for you but thank um, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Shout out to our legal counselor, legal counsel, uh, Weiss and Rosenblum. Speaking of Weiss and Rosenblum, um, our yes. Call them today at 212-366-6100 or visit them. Weissandrosenblum.com for more information. Uh, Good friends. uh, Great personal injury attorneys. Uh, Speaking of personal injuries, uh, not against hitting anybody in the face or any of that nonsense. But uh, I'll be curious to see how long the OB situational thing happens because he's back now. His personal injury has ended. His watch has ended. Uh, I, I
4: There's a part of me that would not be shocked if OB sat out on Friday because they have the full weekend and
1: they'll get into practice over the weekend for sure. I would not be surprised if OB was back in the rotation on Monday. That is my fearless prediction. We'll see if it comes true. Forgotten NYC with another one. Just me, but Jalen Brunson could be. Oh my goodness. Whew. A super
4: dark horse MVP candidate. Um, I can't get there this year. It, it, it is just you, but like I get the vibes
1: where you would go there. I get the vibes. For sure. If
4: as it look, if you told me the MVP candidate uh, MVP field
1: expanded to ten, and this was like any other year other than this one, I would maybe be willing to 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 smoke what you're selling there. Um, With this MVP field, like barring anything crazy, one of John Morant, Steph Curry, Devin Booker, or Donovan Mitchell is going to finish 10th.
4: That's the sort of MVP race that we're dealing with. Think about that for a second. Toughest MVP race in history, as far as I'm concerned. Danny
1: Gardner with another one. I think IQ found something with that step back jumper, by the way. I thought, um, thank you for bringing him up because some big baskets inside the arc. He was only one of five from deep. But I thought, just like in the Phoenix game, early in the fourth quarter, I did think for as crazy for as much as that they had a big lead that whole game. he had a couple baskets early in the fourth quarter i felt I thought felt big in the moment to like make sure as Phoenix was getting notions of getting back into that game, like stemming that, and then tonight he had a couple big baskets in the fourth quarter that um just he's playing very, 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 very much within himself and like it's a ton of minutes he's playing. Tibbs, he's, that's a sign, that's a, the ultimate sign of respect, I think from Tibbs because right now, quickly a guy other than the fact that he's, you know, he's still a little inconsistent from deep. He's really not taking anything off the table
4: and credit to him for that. You know, he's just really good. Um, <laughs>
1: Uh, Julius Randall tonight said uh, on him putting up four blocks, I was garbage, so I had to do something. I do love... I, I love. Uh, good job by you, Randall. He, he wasn't garbage. Uh, Dylan Chop Charles. What's going on, Dylan? Uh, yo, J-Mac, long-time listener, first-time donator. We appreciate you. Thank you for uh, contributing. Welcome aboard. On tonight's Forgotten Play, at 2.56 in the fourth, Jalen Brunson's layup... A Randall stop and the Spurs calling timeout right after sequence of events um, kept the Spurs at bay. Uh, Yes, 100%. That was, I mean, Jalen Brunson had several big buckets down the stretch. Um, I like that as a forgotten play. Again, Randall, for as much as his defense is never going to be perfect, there were really three, four, maybe five standout plays tonight that I thought were difference-making plays in the game. You know, nothing empty calories about his defensive plays tonight that were big. Um, So good job by you uh, pointing that out. And again, welcome aboard. Thanks for the contribution. Sean Ford, Josh Richardson, low key wing trade target looked great. I mean, (laughs) I don't know that I want to get into the Josh Richardson business at this point. Um, He's a guy you could get for a couple seconds. I know that. Um. although I would imagine they'd probably want to dump Fournier's contract in that deal, which might cost them a little bit more. I don't know. Um I mean, here's the thing. If there's a team that has kind of like figured a way around guys that aren't thought of as traditional three-point shooters, it's the Knicks. Although their solution to that has just been to have guys who aren't traditional three-point shooters just fire up a ton of threes. See Julius Randle, see Jalen Brunson firing up more threes than he ever has in his career. See RJ Barrett. You know, he taking five and a half, six threes per, per 36 minutes. Um, you know, and they have other guys too, like you know, quickly Grimes and, and McBride. Like look, is it a crazy name? No, it's not a crazy name. He's a good basketball player. You know, that dude was a borderline all star at one point in time. That said I, I' not
4: sure. I mean, he's a wing. He's a two way. He's a he's a two way wing. Got to think about that one for a bit, Sean. I hadn't thought of that. It's, it's.
1: I don't think it's nuts. That's my initial reaction. I don't think it's nuts. Uh, JG, what's going on? JG, Spurs trade to bolster the next bench. Who would fit? Well. Richardson's a good one. Um, I, I'll never quit Doug, Dougie McBuckets. I love Doug McDermott. Um, I think he's just a reliable shooter. And it, again, the question and shout out to Benji. This was his assessment on the on the playback. It's like, can you can you keep him on the floor defensively? And like, part of me is like, you know, Evan Fournier can't get minutes for this team when they have a, a healthy rotation. Like, would would a guy like Doug McDermott? I, I don't know about that. Um, Richardson would be the guy. Richardson would be the guy. I I mean, Kellen Johnson's a wonderful player. I can't imagine they would have any interest in trading him. So, yeah, that would, Richardson. Richardson's the guy. I guess, if there's someone. Busy, what's going on? Busy, how you doing? Play the game, Mitch Step. Let's go, ISO, Mitch.
4: <laughs>
1: I don't know if I need any more of that, man. I don't know if I need any more of that. Man, Mitchell Robinson, what a human being. there, what's going on, Pluxter? Agree or disagree? If Obi's agent wasn't CAA and maybe related to Leon, they tell him his best past path to a paycheck is a bigger role on,
4: say, Indiana. I mean, like, I. Here's my thought. I think the whole Randall thing, Randall being ahead of OB and OB
1: being stuck here, quote-unquote, for two years
4: and change, I truly believe that this team maybe mostly last
1: year and the beginning of this year thought like, okay, eventually his time is going to come
4: because we're going to move on from Randall. And now Randall's been playing like this. If there is, if there is a change in that opinion on the part of the New York Knicks, I I would expect,
1: you know, to the point where it's like wh- Randall may be in our future plans. And I I have no idea whether that's the
4: case or not. I I I, I don't know. Um, but if that was the case, I would expect that both CAA and the Knicks would be in agreement that like. We should like it's
1: better for all parties if we if we move on from Obi, presuming we get proper value, you know. And that's what all this stuff comes down to. It comes down to comes down to value.
4: Can you get the value? I don't know if they can. Good comment, though, uh, Lunas. What's going on, Lunas?
1: I can't wait for RJ and Obi to come back. I think it'll fix the bench scoring issue big time. They'll miss Obi's scoring, or they miss Obi scoring. And is the best?
4: Is this the best legit stretch of Emmanuel Quickly's career? Um, man. mm. (laughs) I mean, he had a nice stretch at the end of last season, but that was in meaningless games. I think that's what you mean by legit stretch. Probably. I mean, he he's not shooting
1: it great, but even with that, and I know he's had. Better shooting performances, certainly over the course of his last two years, over stretches of games, but on balance, yeah, on balance, I'd have to say it is, that's a good,
4: I mean, he's a young player who's getting better, um, so that's, that's, that's great.
1: Uh, Sam Garcia's dad, what's going on Sam Garcia's dad, Sam was at the game tonight glad they won, I'm glad for your sake they won and I'm glad for Sam that they won, awesome Giordino yo, became an every episode listener for about a month now, welcome aboard I'm glad you're enjoying and I hope I haven't disappointed you uh, in in any way, Uh, glad I subscribed, you guys are great, thanks for the content and deep dives, hashtag we here I love it. Thank you for the compliment. That really means a lot to us. All the, Anytime we ever get any super chat, even if it's something yelling at me, we appreciate it. <laughs>